Today, we're going to talk about why your relationship sucks. Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batuk, and I teach you how to have amazing relationships by doing one simple thing. Dismantling supremacy culture's internalized oppression and conditioning. Be sure that you've hit subscribe to the podcast and come on over and join me in my private newsletter community where I have a collection of specially curated tools to get you started. Simply visit www.sharanimbatuk.com slash connect to get started. Welcome back to the podcast. You heard me. I said today we are going to talk about why your relationships suck. I said it. Your relationship sucks. And here's why. Because we have been taught all of the lies about who we are and who other people are. We think that we're these horrible, awful, terrible people. And because we think that we're horrible, awful, terrible people, we think that others must be horrible, terrible, horrible, awful people. And that was like two horribles in there. That's how horrible we think other people are. And what happens when we think that we're horrible, terrible, awful people And so therefore, we think other people must be horrible, terrible, awful people. What happens? We start to defend ourselves against any potential attack. But first, we prepare to attack. Because you see, if you were not preparing to attack, another person in your relationships, and I don't mean that you're getting physically violent with them. That's not what we're talking about here. What we are talking about is the mental and emotional attacks that we do. So when you prepare to defend yourself from another person's attack, what you are essentially doing is attacking the other person. Because now you believe that you have to strike first before they get you. So you have to say or do something first so that they don't get the first word on you. And then the even wilder part about that is as you're preparing to defend yourself, you go out there and attack that other person And now, because you have attacked that other person, you have to like retreat and then put your guard back up. Do you get the picture here? And when you're in that defending, and when you're in that attacking, and then coming back into retreating and putting your wall up and defending, and when you do this, You are just going to go around and around in the same circle. And your fear will grow and your lack of trust 
will grow. And in turn, you will start to have even crappier, horrible, terrible, awful relationships with people. That is just the nature of how this works. And imagine that the whole time that you're in this, that other person that you're in relationship with, they are probably doing this same dance in their head, thinking that they're awful, horrible, terrible people, which means that you must be a horrible, awful, terrible person. And so they prepare to defend themselves, which means they attack you first, and then they retreat, and then they put up their walls and their defenses again, and then they hide. And back and forth and back and forth, you and them, whoever the them might be, whether it be an intimate romantic partner, whether it be a coworker, whether it be your sibling or your parent, whoever that might be, this is the dance that ends up happening. And that is a dance that nobody is going to win. There are no winners in that dance. And the reason there are no winners in that dance is because this is the way the dance was designed. You see, living under systems of supremacy, living under systems of oppression, for the last five to six millennia, have led us to believe, first of all, that we have to attack and defend, and second of all, that there must be something wrong with us. And this belief truly started to come more so in the Middle Ages and then got worse and worse, in my opinion, as Euro-colonization began. And as more and more people were enslaved or indentured into servitude. And when we have had that experience, or when our ancestors had that experience, when anyone has had that experience, really, you truly start to believe that there must be something wrong with you. Because humans don't lock up other humans. They don't enslave other humans. They don't throw other humans in cages. And don't even get me started about the prison industrial complex. But basically, we don't shackle and bind other humans. And when we do that, we transgress our own humanity as well as transgressing the humanity of another. And if we are transgressing another person's humanity, well then, we must be horrible, terrible, awful people. And if your humanity is the one that's being transgressed, well, you must be horrible, terrible, awful people. 
And generation after generation after generation after generation for centuries and even millennia, this is what has been programmed into our brains, into our body, into our DNA. And our brains, our body, our DNA together influence our behavior. And so our brains, our bodies, and our behavior on an unconscious level reflects a very deeply, deeply seated belief that there is something wrong with you and that you're a horrible, terrible, awful person. And the more you spin around and around in this cycle, and the longer you spin around and around in that cycle, you begin to forget who you truly are. And you begin to forget whose you truly are. Because who you are is a part of the vast and limitless universe. And whose you are is you are a child of God. You are a child of love. You are a child of creation. And because over the millennia, you, your ancestors, have forgotten that that's who you really are, that you are a divine being, that you are part of the sacred. And when you forget that you are a divine being, and when you forget that you are a part of the sacred, when you forget that you are part of the entire cosmos, it leads you to engage further in the behaviors of attacking, defending, retreating, attacking, defending, retreating, being walled up, judging, criticizing, being in shame, having your imposter syndrome kick up, hiding again because you don't want to be found out, thinking that someone else is doing it wrong so that you can make yourself right, but then thinking that you're wrong because someone else is doing it right. This is the insidious nature of how our relationships have been impacted by supremacy culture. How each and every single one of us, no matter what the color of our skin, have internalized this way of being. And that is why we see all of the pain in the world. That is why we see so much fear and terror in the world. That is why we see the violence, the abuse. That is why we see children picking up guns and shooting other children. This is why we see children locked up in cages. This is why we see others invading the land of others, killing, pillaging, plundering them. That part hasn't changed, my friend. When you put it down and distill it to its essence, that is still what we are doing to ourselves and to each other. 
because that is the way the system was designed. The system was designed in a way that does not foster intimacy and connection and communication and love because the moment that we reconnect with love, all those shields, all those veils, all of those illusions, the stories that we've created, the dances that we've been dancing in our heads that are no-win situations, all of those disappear. And the barrier of separation will no longer exist. The me against you, you against me, us against them, them against us, that will no longer exist. And when that no longer exists, the system collapses and falls. So if we have been living in a system, and actually in multiple systems, because as I've shared in the podcast before, Europeans were not the only ones pillaging, plundering, and colonizing others. That began long, long before the 16, 14, 15, 1600s. That is what we have been doing to ourselves and each other. And when we stop, when we reconnect with love, all else falls aside and your heart expands and you start to see how truly loved you are and others start to see how truly loved they are. And then you bring your love to them and they bring their love to you. And together that love grows instead of growing the fear and the separation, instead of growing the division. And that is exactly what supremacy culture does not want you to do. Because when you know that, then supremacy disappears. Then you are no longer better than someone or less than someone. And no one else is better than you or less than you. You are not superior while someone else is inferior and no one else is superior while you are inferior. That ceases to exist. And thereby, the systems of supremacy and oppression cease to exist. So the next time you start to think that your relationship sucks or that the other person isn't doing what you want them to or that the other person isn't listening to you or that the other person this, that, or the other, whatever your complaint might be, whatever your judgment might be, whatever your criticism might be, because judgment and criticism are attack thoughts. And so whenever you go into that pattern, whenever you go there, pause. Just stop yourself. Just pause and notice, wow, I'm going there. Ooh, do I want to participate in this? 
Or do I want to create something different? Do I want to bring my anger and judgment? Do I want to bring my criticism and my attacks? Do I want to bring that to someone else so that they can attack, judge, criticize as well? Or do I want to show up with love, knowing that when you stand fully rooted, fully anchored and grounded in the energy of love, you remind other people who they are. You remind other people that they too are love. And then their illusions vanish. And now there's two of you in that energy. And the two of you go out and interact with others, who then interact with others, who then interact with others. And exponentially, this ripples out. And that is exactly what we do here through the practices of fierce authenticity. And it starts with your awareness. You cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So unless you have awareness of what is happening, there's absolutely nothing that is going to change it. To hear more about that problem-solving process that begins with awareness, you can visit Season 2, Episode 9, From Problems to Solutions. And that's where I share with you the three-part process of awareness, acceptance, and action. Because too many of us go from awareness to action and skip over that whole middle part because it's uncomfortable as fuck in that middle part. And so it begins with this awareness. It begins with what you heard here today. And now you get to take this information out into the world. You get to see when you are participating in these patterns. You get to decide if you want to continue participating in these patterns. And a word to my perfectionists, you do not have to do it perfectly. Don't get down on yourself if you happen to forget. And there's going to be the moments where you think, you know what? I know this is the pattern and I'm going to fucking do it anyway. I don't care right now. And all of those are perfectly okay. I give you this information to equip you with the knowledge. I am teaching you how to fish. I'm not catching that fish for you. These are your relationships. This is your life. This is your world. This is your future. This is your legacy. You get to decide what you're going to do with it. Until next time, take really good care. I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge the amazing support team that helps make this podcast possible for you. Starting with Diego Velazquez, our podcast editor and the talented artist who created our custom music. 
Ana Olvina, my wonderful assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and the transcript of every episode, which you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. Biana Sandich, who writes our amazing show notes and does it so well that I bet you couldn't tell it wasn't me. The talented Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other curated image that you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday night and I'm like, hey babe, I gotta record a podcast episode. Like, right now. Is that okay? My higher power, whose divine wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. And last but not least, I want to thank you, my listener, so much for listening in. If you'd like to join the podcast support team, some ways you can do so are by rating and reviewing the podcast, sharing it with everyone you know, and if possible, making a financial contribution through the link in the show notes so that you too can be part of the team elevating this podcast and making it possible to bring to other listeners like you. I'm sending you so much love and we will be together again soon.